This episode of Energy Matters is sponsored by Arnold Golden and Gregory. Welcome to Energy Matters, a show about how you can save money on your utility bills, use technology wisely, and live a more sustainable lifestyle. Here's your host, veteran energy regulator and clean energy expert, Commissioner Tim Eccles. Thank you, Scott Slade, and it is a great day to be saving energy in the state of Georgia or wherever you find yourself today. This is Energy Matters. We want to help you save money to use technology and to live a more sustainable lifestyle. In the studio with me, most every time, my guest co-host, John Noel. John, how's it going? I'm doing mighty fine. Yeah, we're really rocking along on our show. We've had some great guests throughout the year, and today we're going to revisit a topic I think that's probably wise for every homeowner to consider, and that is energy efficiency. Yeah, I I don't think we can talk about this subject enough, because everybody lives in a residence, whether it's an apartment, whether it's a home. uh, You can live on a houseboat, and you're still in a residence, and, uh, and, and the guy who's our guest today makes those places more energy efficient, saves people money. Yeah, that's right. Shane Madison, uh, he's the owner of Energy Conservation Solutions. And Shane, uh, just like me, you you spent time here in Athens at UGA. Uh, when were you here? I was here from 1992 to 1996, and then it took some uh, like horses, and it had to drag me away because <laughs> I had so much fun. I, I can't say I was focused on studies as much as I was having fun, but I sure enjoyed it. Yeah, so uh, I didn't play rugby here. You did. You're a bigger, bigger guy. I can't imagine doing rugby. It's a pretty rough sport. Did you did you get roughed up playing rugby, or how was your experience? It was. I still have dreams about it. If you know, like running with the ball, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, as a middle aged man now, I I I miss it so much. I can't explain. Um, although, uh, yeah, it's had some physical ramifications on my body. I, my my knees are problematic, but frankly, I wouldn't have traded it. Uh, for anything it was a really great time we got to travel all over the southeast uh got to play up in yeah. new york play that's down great. in the bahamas what's well, great uh, as a contractor too i mean that's what contractors <laughs> do i mean you know you got to be rough and tumble well it's it, it was also the camaraderie uh mm. the, just the team the the team thing was just so it was a really great feeling and it kept me in good physical shape at that time in my life as well. Yeah, so you were an English major too, right? I was yeah. an English major. So you yeah. and I both spent time in Park Hall. Uh, yes, I don't I know if you had Professor Teague. She was my favorite professor. I never had her. But no. uh, it was Professor Teague that really taught me how to write. And uh, that advanced composition course was, you know, hands down the best course that I've ever had at UGA. And I write a lot of op eds now. Uh, you know, in, in whether magazines or newspapers, the Wall Street Journal, and I really, uh, I really give a thumbs up to Professor Teague for really just hammering me and helping me understand, uh, you know, just the value of grammar. And we would sit around, we would all write things and sit around and critique each other's writing. And she taught me there's no good writing, there's only good rewriting. Well, y- you make a good point. I mean, it is an intangible as an English major. I certainly wasn't focused on uh, a career at that but the things I learned are applicable in many aspects of life. Yeah, and then you wound up in you wound up in mortgage banking, and and that really uh, was a springboard for uh, a lot of things in your life. Tell that story. Well, I, I was really in it for the money, and I got to the point where I was making really good money, and I thought I was hot stuff, and uh, 
you know, came 2008, 2009, I decided to build my dream house and uh, really was at the kind of epicenter of the mortgage meltdown. The company I worked for was owned by AIG. Oh. Um, I lost my house I was building in a period of two years. I lost my original house that I bought when I was 26. Wow. And everything, I went through my 401k, everything, and had nothing left. And uh, a friend called me about, uh, heard about energy audits on NPR, and I queued in and listened. And I had another uh, friend of mine who kept losing his business, uh, losing his job, working for various engineering firms in the Great Recession. So we spent six months planning and applying for an SBA loan, which we did uh, receive through the stimulus, a very small loan, but it, it, it enabled us to buy some initial equipment. I, I did also get another loan from another friend who had some money, which we've paid back, of course. Um, and we started our business, which was largely through the Georgia Power Rebate Program um, as one of their approved contractors. So we uh, do a deep diagnostics where we go into a, a home and run a bunch of diagnostic tests uh, re, uh, to find out where structures losing energy. Uh, we send a very detailed report with prioritized recommendations, and then we fix the problems. So a lot of that work is, uh, you know, not really sexy improvements. It's not like spending money on building a deck where you can grill, grill out on it afterwards, but we make homes more comfortable and energy efficient, and those two things do go hand in hand. That's the name Energy Conservation Solutions. That's correct. Mm. And we're, we are about saving money. And so do you see your clients and folks that you work with uh, saving money immediately? Absolutely. Now, a lot of times the work we do may have a return on investment that ranges from uh, three to five years. So it's, it can be a long-term play. Um, but I am a passionate environmentalist. What we do does reduce the carbon footprint. And Comfort. It, it, it does I'm save, not cold anymore. It saves, saves people money. But a big thing is the intangible of being comfortable in your home. Um, it's funny, the people that call us, there seems to be even a, uh, a battle of the sexes. In the, not a battle of the sexes, but <laughs> the, the, every November and December, we get a lot of calls from ladies with their cold floors, cold laundry rooms, cold kitchens. And in the summertime. In the summertime, come, come May, the men blow us up with their hot master bedrooms, and they cannot sleep in this hot master bedroom. What is the problem? <laughs> or the room above the garage is just not, you cannot keep keep cool or warm in the winter. And so we fix those problems. Well, comfort certainly sounds like it's driving that. What about the evolution of building codes? I mean, how are these houses, how were they ever built with bad insulation? Or uh, what's, what's happened, you know, through the years to change all this? Building lobby. There's actually, particularly in 2011, the energy certificate in, in here in the state of Georgia, uh, now for any home to get a certificate of occupancy, we have to test the building envelope. It's got to be below a 12% uh, leakage and test the, excuse me, a 7% leakage, had that backwards, and the duct systems have to have below a 12% leakage. We find a lot of problematic uh, build, builders that don't do things right in respect to energy consumption. So they can maybe build a really pretty home, uh, but you, if you have a really drafty, uh, home or, or inconsistent temperatures from one room to the next, that becomes very problematic. And also even for the builder because they warranty their, their homes. So it could be considered onerous regulation by having us come in and test before a home gets uh, approved for a certificate of occupancy. Um, but I think that we bring a lot of value in, um, 
ensuring that that the home the building envelope is tight and the duct system is I, if is tight i were as well. a builder i would want you because you can find out where those 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 connections are made bad behind a wall i'll never see that no That's inspector's correct. going to see that so a lot of stuff you're testing is stuff that isn't going to be seen and and I, that's that's what I like about those the, the 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 those those blower door tests. They don't lie. I mean, they suck air out of a house. Yeah, and there's a number next that's to that. That's correct. Mm-hmm. And and the duct blaster as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, you can have a very efficient uh, HVAC system that you spend five figures on, and oh, yeah. if you have a disconnected duct and you're heating your attic, uh, that's a big problem. And we're going to find those th- things. And the way we do that is uh, we have to seal all the uh, the registers, and then we blow air through one of the returns, and then we have a, a gauge that reads the pressure reading come out, uh, coming from the supply lines. And, it's and a really, register is where, the, where stuff comes out of the floor or comes out correct, of the wall. Or okay. the wall or ceiling. That's exactly right. Mm. So the building code is, is changed a lot as far as insulation levels, uh, duct Good. work now. Gotten is, better. Yeah, every, it, it's improving dramatically. Even homes built in the 90s. There's a lot of improvements that have been made in the last 20, 25 years that, that, to build in science. And overall, construction methods are certainly improving. You know, I want to help our listeners under, understand the mathematics of this. And I, this, this came clear to me on an energy audit I recently had at my own house where they came out and they did exactly what you talked about. They put the blower door on there and they looked at what the system was designed to do in terms of the, the airflow. And then they... And then they measured every single vent to determine what the actual was and showed me where things weren't, uh, weren't up to snuff and, hmm. and what I needed to do in order to correct that. So in, in some ways, this is very scientific and very mathematical, isn't That's it? That's exactly right. That is exactly right. And we, you, sometimes uh, if a ductwork system isn't properly run, the, the rooms furthest away from the air handler don't get nearly as much uh, airflow, and there's ways to fix that through dampers or through increasing the size of the supply supply line, so you get more CFM through the through that supply. So there are ways to fix these things. Um, generally, of course, doing it right the first time is the best way to do it. Uh, with ductwork, you have a manual D, and that's going uh, run before the ductwork system is configured, and that'll tell uh, the HVAC company exactly how much airflow in return and supply needs to be in each room <laughs> yeah so what you know the, it's a big deal though the the insulation and we've got just a minute left in this segment uh, i want to talk more about insulation in the next segment but just quickly the the three types of insulation and then i guess spray and foam is the is the fourth type and the best type but what are the other three types that you find in a lot of Sure. Fiberglass bad insulation is what's typically installed in walls. That's the little roller thing, right? They roll out. Pink Panther. That's correct. Yeah. And that goes between the studs in subfloors and then between the studs and walls. Mm. Some people use it in the attics. We consider that an inferior option for the attics. Okay. Second kind of the loose fill? Fiberglass loose Loose fill. fill, You've got fiberglass. uh, Does get in in all the crevices. Uh, It certainly... Uh, is going to give you better coverage, particularly for attics, and that's what that's third. used for. And then the third, the third cellulose. Would, third would be cellulose. It's very comparable to fiberglass. And you blow it that is, in. You blow that in. It gets in all the crevices. It's a little denser per inch. Um, it is made from newspaper. You pile it on treated, like snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's correct. The okay. more, the the more, the better. 
Well, let's keep this conversation going, and when we come back, we'll talk about my energy audit and what I learned. You're listening to Energy Matters. The electric car revolution is coming, and the choices are growing. Gem cars are everywhere. You've seen these low-speed electric vehicles on college campuses, downtown Atlanta streets, and resort islands like St. Simons and Jekyll. Gem cars are street legal, equipped with seatbelts, headlights, and a tag, and can operate on roads with speed limits of 35 miles per hour or less. If you want to know more about these electric cars and trucks, six-passenger shuttles, mobile repair service, or full vehicle wraps, go to GemCarService.com. That's G-E-M, CarService.com. John, one of our sponsors for the show, Row Insulating Company, is doing a great job in and around Athens being able to do a lot of what we talk about every single week on the show. Every time it gets cold, every time it gets hot, it's always a, it's always that attic that's the problem. And uh, you can tack windows, and that's going to cost you a cold fortune. It is insulation that can solve the problem. Hey, if you want to get this fixed, call 706-795-2854. That's 706-795-2854. Row Insulating Company. Row. Hey, I'm Tim Eccles, and we're back on Energy Matters. And as promised, we're going to dive into the energy audit that I had at my new house in Houston, Georgia. And in studio with me, besides Shane Madison, we've got Will Moyers of Vallis Energy Consulting and Kevin Rowe of Rowe Insulating Company. And Vallis uh, is the company that actually handled the evaluation. Will, tell us a little bit about Vallis, how it got started. Sure, yeah, Vallis, uh, we're... We're energy nerds, and uh, and we're partnered with Jackson EMC, one of the local utilities here, uh, to provide a service that that looks at the fundamental energy concerns uh, for for its members. And uh, at Vallis, we believe that every home should be comfortable, safe, and efficient. And we show people how to save money, be comfortable, and enjoy the house the way it was meant to be enjoyed. You know, a lot of our listening audience there, either in the Jackson EMC territory, the Walton EMC territory, some of them obviously uh, in in the Georgia Power territory. But one of the things I really love about Jackson EMC, the EMC that I belong to, is the fact that they want me to save as much money as possible as a member. So you came out and you did an evaluation, and then I went to the website and I found Rowe Insulating Company, which is one of their approved contractors, and then I had Kevin come out and follow up your visit, and I want to first say, uh, you know, let you say what you found, and then with Kevin coming back, some of the additional things that he found, and then we put it all together for the best possible energy performance for my home. So, uh, Kevin, tell us about your company and when it got started at Row Insulating Company. Well, we're from uh, Danielsville, Georgia. Uh, my dad started in business in 1964. Mm-hmm. And uh, him and my mom been doing it for years and started as a kid doing insulation and got out of it for about 25 years and got back in 2005, started back with him. Yeah, and it's as important as ever, and it seems like seems like new homes are built to higher standards. Have you seen the standards change through the years? Oh, yeah, the codes have changed and standards of where they do tests and stuff have changed to the good. Yeah, and how about the product itself? Have you seen improvements in insulation product? Yeah, I mean— Still, you have fiberglass and cellulose and foams, uh, open and closed cell, uh, radiant barriers, there's different type insulations, but uh, I've seen them improve. Yeah, and as we're going to hear, uh, as the audience is going to hear, as we kind of break down my energy audit, that there, there are definitely things that just, even though I'm an en- energy regulator and live in this every day, there's still things that I didn't see, that I missed, 
and it's why we really need to have professionals come into our homes and be able to evaluate it. So, Will, let's jump in. And what did you find when you did the uh, the energy audit, and how uh, how technical was the audit? Well, with our energy audit, the uh, energy evaluation that we do. Our first focus is going to be on the basics. Uh, there are a ton of exciting things people can do to their homes. There are new technologies coming out each and every month. It's easy to nerd out in this industry, um, but the average home has some fundamental problems that should be addressed before you go into a deep dive on technology, and that's the focus of our energy evaluation. We want to make sure that we're preparing homeowners to take full advantage of what this clean energy revolution that we're experiencing has to offer by taking care of the fundamentals first. Yeah, so my home was built in 2015 right uh, so i bought it uh, as a resale uh, we were downsizing many of the audience know i have seven children only one left though no need for the the big house and wasting all the money that i had on the larger house when i had my kids there so i'm downsizing but i also want my energy bill to downsize and i uh, so one of the first things i did was to call jackson emc and have you guys come out what did you find on my home well, uh, with uh, with our energy evaluation, uh, it's we kind of give the analogy that it's it's kind of like going to a doctor's office and and let's say you've got the flu or a sprained ankle or something that you're interested in getting checked out. They're going to check your vitals, and we're we're going to make sure that there's not a major problem with the basic fundamental vitals of a house construction. Uh, and those three areas that we look at for the vitals are uh, air sealing, how much leakage there is in the house, uh, the conditioned air staying in, how much insulation. Uh, is there on the house and if it's in the right place and installed correctly and then third how's the HVAC performing are you getting air to the right places is it well sealed is it well maintained those type of things and we we found time and time again if we cover those three fundamental areas on a home that you'll see the bills come down the comfort go up and the overall enjoyability of that house go through the roof and Kevin your piece of it is that insulation Uh, and you uh, you you came into my house after Will and the Vallis team had evaluated it, and you took a look yourself. And what are some of the things that you saw, particularly regarding my attic and my insulation situation? Well, you just didn't have enough insulation is one thing. Uh, you had a pull-down stairway that was not, uh, wasn't insulated. Now, it had uh, that little tiny piece of insulation, and, and to me that seemed okay, but you said that without more I would actually lose a, an R value of seven based on just the just the attic door itself, right? Yes, that's what it, uh, you know. I didn't come up with that. That's I think it come from uh, BPI years ago, but uh, you know it's not weather strip. It's not insulated. R ten is a code for access hole attic. You know, so that's a big loss right there. And most of the time the thermostats are close to those pull down stairways, and uh, that affects the reading also. Uh, we you know, need to add more insulation to your house. Uh, uh, we want to put some dams, what we call dams, to keep the insulation that where it doesn't drop down to where it'd be the proper depth at your gable ends and a different wall uh, height. So that vaulted ceiling uh, I have in that in that uh, family room, um, you're saying that without doing insulation a certain way, it just rolls down there because it, it, it rolls downhill, right? And so you're having to use some netting? or what? Tell me about that. Yes, it, we just make it down to hold where the insulation to hold. If not, it'll be, um, you know, less insulation than what you need along the edges. And uh, it can even slide down the slope if it's steep enough, you know. So we have to we 
net on the back side of the slope to help hold insulation a lot of times in a steep one. Yeah, so, I mean, when you think about companies, your competitors, others, and this this show goes far and wide because it is uh, it is available uh, on demand uh, from the WGAURadio.com website. But what, what do you see as some of the most common mistakes that contractors make when you go into an attic and evaluate? Well, they, there's a lot of them, Tim. But, um, you know, they don't uh, air seal the attic floor uh, around the wires, mm-hmm. holes, plumbing holes, or HVC boots. Uh, you have uh, open chases that are not sealed. Uh, that lets air come through, uh, you know, affects the heating and cooling of the house. Will, what's a chase? So a chase is any interior cavity that opens up and it's kind of hollow. Um, so if you're looking from an attic, you're in, a, in an attic that's already been insulated, it's, it's right. And if you look across that attic floor and you see a void, a big open space where you can see the in, inside of that interior wall, you're looking at a chase. And a lot of times these are created when you have uh, small linen clauses that are off, odd, oddly shaped or, uh, or wall cavities that don't exactly butt together. There are these little open spaces that can allow hot attic air to press down into those spaces and warm up your interior walls so we focus on those exterior walls we want to make sure they're nice and insulated but a lot of cases if those chases aren't treated right you have heat coming in from your interior walls and you're surprised by it well you know when i think about the the type of insulation that i have uh kevin uh is is mine the most common type the the fiberglass is that is that what you see in most of the homes and what are the advantages of each type Yes, uh, most of the time fiberglass is used. Uh, it's cheaper other products. Uh, fiberglass bats are used in walls a lot and uh, blown fiberglass in the attics. They actually got spray fiberglass now. Uh, you know, it's being used. Uh, least expensive, non-flammable. Uh, and then we have cellulose. Uh, we spray uh, wet spray. We have dense packet in older home walls. Uh, you have blown cellulose. Uh, it's good for environmentally friendly because it's made with paper and recycle cardboard treated with fire retardancy. Uh, it's also used to help sound control. And then obviously you have uh, rock wool or mirror wool that's, uh, you know, for party walls, fire uh, elevator shafts. Most of the time it's used, stuff like that, around some heat because it can withstand a lot more heat than normal insulation. We have open cell and closed cell foams that, um, you wow. know, a lot of people are going to them. It's a, it, it, it's, it's a technical world out there. You know, you think insulation is insulation, but it's, it's really not. And, Will, um, when you were looking and doing the evaluation for Jackson, I have to meet a certain standard. Uh, and so uh, Kevin and his company uh, will do, I guess, whatever they're asked to do, whatever is needed to do. Jackson is asking for... Uh, a high a high level of insulation what are, what is jackson wanting and, and what am i going to get in return for that well uh whenever it comes to to what jackson expects they're they're looking for customer satisfaction they want to make sure that that homeowner is able to enjoy that house and and have uh comfortable uh uh, bills. They don't want to see these skyrocketing bills. So they've come up with a set of standards as far as uh, pro uh, contractors who are participating in the program to be able to come in and work with customers. So there's there's obligations on how the contractors that are on that network list are not work with the homeowner. And it's more pointedly to your question, uh, a, a level of achievement as far as looking for the largest uh, issues, the largest fundamental problems in that house and tackling those first. We want to make sure that you're at least exceeding code minimum levels. 
uh, in, in any re- energy retrofit. We're going to advise that you meet uh, DOE recommendations and insulate up to uh, R49 as long as the budget allows for it. Uh, we're, we're looking to get you the maximum impact for what you're able to do. Well, uh, we've heard now about my audit. I've got to do the insulation work. And then uh, we had uh, we had an HVAC that was working just fine. Mm-hmm. And eventually, when we replaced that, maybe some additional air sealing work. So what I want to do is get my insulation in. And Kevin and his company is going to do that install. We're going to we're going to see what this savings th- that I've been able to to make on this and come back on and be able to talk about the benefits uh, of that. So I'd like to have you guys back on in the future uh, after my billing cycle maybe has gone for six months and maybe I've gone through a winter season and a summer season and be able to uh, to be able to talk more about it. Thanks for being on the show today. Thank you, Tim. Yeah, Kevin, thanks for all that you guys do uh, for folks all around the Athens area. Thank you, Tim. When we come back, Shane Madison. John Noel talking about my energy audit, how we can continue to help you save money on your utility bills, to use technology, and to live a more sustainable life. Stick around. Gas South believes in the difference we can all make, like the difference in putting people first and showing that you care. For us, our difference is saving people money with our best rates and no deposit, and the difference we make in our community by taking care of our friends and neighbors and giving back 5% of our profits to help children in need. Learn more about what makes us different at GasSouth.com. GasSouth. The difference is good. Everyone has tough times in their life. By checking the project share box at the bottom of your utility bill, you can make life a little easier for your neighbors. Your $1, 2 or $5 checkoff is matched by the utility and then used by the Salvation Army to help folks having a tough time paying their energy bills. It's that easy. Join PSC Commissioner Tim Eccles and many others by donating via your power bills this year. See more by clicking projectshareinfo.com. And thank you. This episode of Energy Matters is sponsored by Bellow Solar. Welcome back to Energy Matters with our host, Tim Eccles. I'm John Noel, and also in studio, Shane Madison, who is uh, the president of Energy Conservation Solutions. I call him the doctor of, uh, of energy conservation for residences. Uh, support for Energy Matters is provided by Velo Solar, founded in 2007 by Mark Bell and Chuck Clark. Over the years, Velo has designed, engineered, and built medium to large-scale solar projects all over the country. Velo has also designed and integrated a monitoring software portfolio called PowerInfo. PowerInfo smart grid software has the ability to measure everything in your building that produces or pulls energy, solar, lighting, HVAC, water, air, even steam, allowing your customers to increase energy efficiency. For more info, click velosolar.com. Man, that sounds fancy, John. Well, uh, that that uh, gizmo being able to measure all that stuff. Yeah, at, 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 that's as fancy as an ERV. That sounds like something that just landed on the moon. But instead of inventing moon landings, let's talk about stuff that's real in everybody's house. In my house, air sealing. That's correct. Just about every home has a leaky door in it. Uh, leaky, or window. Leaky windows, uh, issues with can lights electrical penetrations in the exterior walls where there's air from the wall cavities 
sometimes on a really cold day, if you put your hand next to an outlet, you'll feel cold air coming right through that outlet box. I had some of your people in my office just the other day. And they, they were taking apart my electrical outlet. I said, what are you doing? You're not in the electrical business. And they put a little foam thing right over that cover. And they showed me. It was 30 degrees outside, and they showed me. Couldn't that's correct. It. And that's something that any homeowner can do. It's They're not expensive. You can get a packet of five for about $2.50, I believe. So you're taking the and outlet off the wall, you just and you put a little foam cover in there, and then you put the outlet back. Yeah, it's just a gasket. And, and the idea is when you take that cover off, you'll see that it's just it's a hole in your wall. A lot of times that cool air, if you have a basement or crawl space, that cool air comes up from below through the stack effect, and and it comes out through your various penetrations in your wall, uh, as well as penetrations in your subfloor. That is so cool. So what about like things that aren't insulated that well, like my coat closet? Like when I opened my coat closet, it felt really, really cold in there. Is that because maybe there's no insulation behind it or there's just no vent in there? A lot of times uh, there's chases up in the attic, which is really just an open cavity. So it's allowing that hot or cold attic air into the walls, probably right behind that closet. Is it on an exterior wall or an interior it, wall? It, it kind of uh, faces the garage. So yeah, could I go sense. up in the attic or when they come and blow the insulation in, could they blow it down there uh, into that cavity? Generally what you would do instead of blowing, filling up that big cavity is you would install a piece of uh, insulation board. It's called polyiso insulation board with a radiant backing, and you install that right over the chase. Name alert. And seal it and seal it that way so you don't get that attic air into that wall cavity. And that's an inexpensive thing that, that you can have a company like ours do, or if you're handy, do it on your own. It's not rocket science. One of the things that came up in the energy audit was about the knee walls. And uh, we mentioned that in the previous segment as we listened to that interview. How important is it... To get that right on the knee walls, I mean, the sheathing had had well, just fallen talk, down. Verbiage alert. What is a knee wall for Thank a lot? Of, I mean, yeah. what is a knee wall? A knee wall is a vertical wall that separates living space from unconditioned space, which is generally attic space. Now, we run into this a lot on in-town homes in Atlanta where there were smaller bungalows, and then they build out up into the attic. And since the living space now, the attic becomes living space, you have adjacent attics to that living space, yeah. which unless like, you're a two-year-old, like you can't little, use it. They look like little hobbit doors. Yeah. And if you open up those doors, you'll see that usually you'll have fiberglass bats on those vertical walls. Yeah. Well, bats are fiberglass is not an air barrier. So when we go into homes, uh, particularly in our hot Georgia summers, you'll see that you can feel the walls are warm to the touch. Right. And radiant heat transfer through the walls and then from around those those knee wall doors is a big uh, energy loser. A lot of times there's ductwork back there as well, and you've got your ductwork working through that really hot space or cold space. So the the best the, the best way to address knee walls is you encapsulate that space in spray foam, which means the foam goes along the roof line in those adjacent attics. The knee wall areas no longer get hot or cold, and that mitigates all that heat transfer through those walls. Mm. Now the downside to foam is it's expensive. The alternative is to sheath those knee walls. What sheathing is, it's, it's a cover. So we use this same polyiso insulation board, and we put it over the fiberglass bat. So if the bat fiberglass is missing, you would install the bats inside those in between those studs. If it's not, you just cover, uh, install this insulation board over the studs. You seal it at all the seams. It does require a lot of cuts. And then that creates an air barrier between the living space your conditioned space in your home and that hot or cold space behind those knee walls i'll be 
And that mm. makes a huge difference. It's very impactful. Rooms above the garage are in, are notoriously difficult Bonus to rooms, heat and everybody cool. calls them. Bonus rooms, that's mm-hmm. correct. You've got a hot or cold garage below you. You a lot of times have knee walls on either side of you. And then your ceiling is a vault, so you don't have a proper attic mm-hmm. to release the uh, release the heat, particularly in the summer months. Uh, addressing those knee walls is the best way to to make that room more comfortable. Um, sometimes in more extreme situations, we'll cut into the the ceiling of a garage and pull out the fiberglass bats and foam the underside to negate the impact of that hot or cold garage on that room above. Wow. But there are ways to fix those, fix that problem. So I had the certified contractor listed with Jackson EMC come out and give me a, a price $1,700 to do the insulation and repair the knee walls. And is that something you think that I can get my money back on in, in five years? Or is that going to be 10 years? How long will it take me with a $200 a month power bill uh, to be able to get uh, $1,700 back? Well, there's one caveat. Do you have a, do you have a heat pump for I, heat? I do have a heat so pump. So it's right. an all-electric home? That's right. Um, I would think inside of five years would be a very realistic expectation. I mean, if you can save uh, something along the lines of three, three or $400 a year, um, you're, you're looking at about a four, you know, four to five-year ROI, and I think that's a realistic expectation, particularly if you add that insulation in conjunction with air sealing that, uh, that penetrations along the attic floor. Well, I'm also a financial guy, kind of as a business owner, and I'm thinking you're going to lower the rates. So there's also other financial impact just beyond energy consumption. And, of course, I'm thinking climate and, and, and wanting to be green. And, Absolutely. You know, Tim's just a, he's a Republican, so he's re- all about the money. But, but my, my point here is that not only will he save money, but he'll also be helping save the planet. Even on a resale standpoint, though, you're going to have an inspector go through there, and if you have deficient insulation, you're going to wind up spending that money anyways. So if you're, if you're going to spend that money anyways, you want to reap the benefits of the energy savings and the comfort improvement. And he wants to seal those those can lights and put covers over that Absolutely. stuff before the contractor just blows in more insulation. That's correct. It makes it much more impactful. Which is going to bump that price a little bit. But maybe he could do That's it himself. Correct. Usually, we we seal most air seal most attics. Uh, we charge approximately twenty bucks a penetration. So it's a realistic expectation to spend two or three hundred dollars on having that done. Mm-hmm. Um, but that will make the overall insulation job much more impactful and your savings and comfort uh, improvement much better good yeah good. so you know i'm gonna i'm gonna do this project one i regulate energy and i preach it so i definitely gotta have walk to, the walk Tim. yeah i gotta i gotta walk the walk but it is about saving money and saving energy and why not do a project that actually lowers the amount you're paying per kilowatt it's that you can get your money back in five years it, you could almost argue it's the definition of a conservative or the root of it right it's to conserve Saves money. It, Boom. It, it's good for everybody. It's I good like for the it. environment. Stuff it's down. good That's for the good. good for the pocket. Yeah. And uh, we're putting less stuff into the air. It's it's great. Good all all the way around. Talked about ERVs before, and I I'm no expert on it. I, it. It is a new technology, but it is. Just want to understand and give everybody the definition of this. This is basically a box that takes the waste heat that is normally exhausted from your home, or in most cases it's often used in a commercial building, but it's now being used in homes. It's a rare bird, no question. Waste heat or waste cooling and recycles it essentially by preheating or pre-cooling the air that's also going into the system again. And uh, so in that way, it's sort of a heat recovery system, uh, an energy recovery ventilation system. And uh, 
it's something just for folks to file away and to talk with their HVAC people more about because I think it is the coming trend in, uh, in, in heating, ventilation, and air conditioning. So when we use the term HVAC, that's what we mean. But in terms of being able to get your money back off something like that in five years, that's going to be a longer be a harder. That's a harder push. I agree with that. Yeah, so when, as you do these energy audits, you I guess you want to do the the things that make the most sense that bring the greatest return first. That's correct. I, the, the reality is, is that a lot of times people call us uh, interested in renewables, but generally the first step is making your your home as efficient as possible. That's going to have a, a faster return on investment. And so once you maximize the efficiency in your home, then you go to renewables. Most renewables are going to be, even when we're talking solar, we don't really have enough wind uh, to do wind energy here. But for solar, usually you're going to see an ROI in the 10 to 12-year range where the ROIs for uh, energy efficiency improvements is Inside of seven years, often inside of uh, three or four. Shane years. Madison, my man uh, with uh, Energy Conservation Solutions. Shane, this is this is good stuff. Uh, here, Tim Eccles, our host, and uh, I'm John Noel with Energy Matters. Support and it is important for shows like Energy Matters come from entities like Arnold, Golden, and Gregory. AGG takes a business sensibility approach when advising clients. AGG provides industry knowledge, attention to detail, transparency and value to help businesses and individuals achieve their definition of success. AGG's transaction, litigation, regulatory, and privacy counselors serve clients in healthcare, real estate, litigation, business transactions, fintech, global, global commerce, government investigations, logistics, transportation. AGG subscribes to the belief, not if, but how. We appreciate their weekly support of Energy Matters. John, we've been talking a lot about my energy audit, residential energy efficiency. In the next segment, I want us to take the turn to commercial and talk about how Ooh. businesses can take advantage of this. We'll talk about the HERS testing and see what that's all about. We'll keep Shane in the studio, continue to learn about energy efficiency and how it can save your company or your business money. Come on back. You've heard about Jim Cars on Energy Matters. Made by Polaris in Anaheim, California. These street-legal, small electric vehicles go where golf carts are not allowed. Equipped with seatbelts, headlights, optional doors, and a tag, Gem Cars and Trucks are perfect for shuttles, corporate, or college campus use. In fact, Georgia Tech has over 100 of them. The new generation Gems have many options when selecting the battery type, onboard chargers, and enclosures to suit the climate. Go to GemCarService.com to find out more. That's G-E-M CarService.com. Hey, Commissioner Tim Eccles, host of Energy Matters. I want to tell you about Kevin Rowe and Rowe Insulating Company. If you need insulation anywhere within 60 miles of Athens, Georgia, you need to call 706-795-2854. It's important, isn't it, John? It's, it is the most important thing you can do in your house. It's the low-hanging fruit of everything that we talk about on Energy right. Matters every single week. That's exactly right. Yeah, call 706-795-2854. That's 706-795-2854. Rowe Insulating Company. Get comfortable. Welcome back to the last segment of Energy Matters in this episode. Energy Matters is designed to help you save money, use technology, and to be more sustainable. Well, John, I had a chance to go in the NCR building in Atlanta. If you've 
if you've seen those right off of Spring Street, big black glass buildings, two towers, kind of hanging out over the downtown connector. And a and new entrant to Atlanta. They, they set up shop here. It's their world headquarters. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, it, it's the most impressive building I've ever been in Whoa. in my life. Whoa. Yeah. And so I had a tour with the sustainability director Holy uh, and a number of other folks, and we went all all through the building. You have my number. Give me a call next yeah, time. Yeah, I, I should have had you with me. We should have done remote oh, interviews there. That. But it is incredible that they've been able to get the double lead platinum status. I didn't uh, even know there was a double lead platinum. Yeah. So, folks, uh, you've been in buildings before. You've seen a little uh, – the. The, the green building symbol, maybe maybe you've seen a, a lead silver or a lead gold. And this building is a double lead platinum building, and they've gone to great extreme. Wow. In fact, John, I've invited the sustainability director to come on on a future show, and we're going to spend the whole hour great. just talking about building skyscrapers wow. that, are, that are super energy efficient. That's awesome. You know, and that includes, by the way, they, they collect all the water that lands on their roof uh, and it goes into a cistern. Do they flush toilets oh. with it? And they flush toilets yes. with it. Oh. Yes. They have these purple pipes. I love that, it. That go into these toilets. Yeah. And I went in the it's restroom. I wanted to see this. It's gray water, and yeah. they are yeah. using gray water that to is awesome uh, to flush to flush toilets. Get through so, the city permitting process probably with yeah. no fun. Well, as expensive as water is in in Atlanta market, that's got to be a big saver. Big saver for them over time. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. we've got Shane yeah. in the studio with us, uh, Shane. Uh, has an energy efficiency company and Shane. We talked about this this hers rating and testing, uh, and frankly, I, de- I mean I deal with 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 a lot of properties and real estate agents and things like that, and I'm I'm just not hearing about it enough. I, I just don't know that the real estate world is as tuned into energy and its value as it should be. Explain how this works. Well, that's correct. It, it, hers stands for Home Energy Rating System. There is a spot on MLS, on the multiple listing service, for that score. And in other countries, and over in Europe namely, that's a big component of it. Because when you buy a home, it's also telling you how, many, how much the bills are going to be. So the more efficient, uh, the lower that score means the, uh, Bigger the better energy than hog. building code. Yeah. That, that the house is constructed from an energy standpoint. I mean, don't most people, absent a her score... Don't they just say to the seller, we want to see the utility bills, and they try to calculate it on the back of an envelope and figure out, you know, how much their bill's going to be? I mean, that's that's the— I, I don't think so. I don't think people do do that. We're I'd coming around as, way, a, but, yeah. as a culture uh, to thinking about energy efficiency. I think a lot of times people mm. take that for granted and don't question it, and we get a lot of phone calls from people who just bought homes, particularly older homes, where they get a five or $600 bill and they flip out. Because they didn't realize that's what they were buying into. I mean, John, this could wow. be wow. a deal breaker. If if we use if, if every real estate agent on every house had a hers score, yep. it would take on much more significance, it, wouldn't it? It would be well, yes, it'd, it'd take on much more significance, and it would also well, be good for your business. The energy conservation solutions people would be the phone would be ringing, but but more importantly, it would be incentivizing developers and builders to build it right the first time. Spend a little extra money to make sure that things aren't cold or hot in different times. Well, let me let me kind of add to that. There is also a Fannie Mae uh, product that's called an EEM, an Energy Efficiency Mortgage. Oh, yeah, you my are attention. required to get a HERS rating, and what that means is, say you buy a home, the HERS rating is a very detailed energy modeling software. We plug all the existing conditions into that software. 
and then you model the improvement. So let's say you're buying a house that has major ductwork and insulation problems. You can have, if, if we model it to where you're replacing insulation ductwork and that costs $10,000, they can add that $10,000 into the loan as long as the saving eclipses the monthly cost, the monthly additional cost to the loan. So if you're sp- uh, spending an extra 30 bucks a month on your loan, but you're make but you're getting $60 a month in average savings, that's going to make sense to you as a home home buyer. Wow. Wow. That's John, a- this sounds like the pay as you save program that yep. we're yeah, trying correct. to bring about here exactly in Georgia mm-hmm. for low income families who That'll own their awesome. own home. Uh, that might be able to get upgrades uh, right. and not have to bear the burden of the cost themselves, uh, right. where where the the home actually bears the burden, whether That's they right. live there for another year or uh, or fifty years. That's right. And it's a way really to kind of lower that energy burden, isn't it? Yeah, that's exactly right. Atlanta's experimenting with something else called pace financing, property assisted clean energy financing, by which. You, uh, you essentially have the credit of your equity in your home, except that just by putting in that new air conditioner, well, I may leave in a few years and sell it. I don't know if it'll pay back in time. But now the next person who buys that house is buying the advantage that you bought a high-efficiency air conditioner. that financing of, shows up on their property taxes. That's exactly right, and it's not tied to them personally. Let me ask both of you guys, because you're both dealing with homeowners, what should our listeners beware of? I mean, I'm sure there's scoundrels, scoundrels out there who will take advantage of people and sell them things they don't need. Give me a couple of important things that you want to pass along to our listeners for them, uh, questions they need to ask, certifications for them to see. How do they know they can trust this person at the door trying to sell them insulation? Shane, you've seen the snake oil salesman. Tell us about these guys. There are a lot of snake oil, snake oil salesmen that sell radiant barrier. Uh, radiant barrier goes along the roof line of, uh, of your attic, and it helps keep the extreme heat up high. The problem is, is it costs about a buck twenty a square foot. When you add additional fiberglass and radiant barrier, you wind up spending about $2 a square foot. I don't think that's generally worth it. If you're going to spend that kind of money, you go spray foam and you get a much bigger uh, bigger impact. Also, from a, an energy-saving standpoint, single-pane windows are certainly an issue, but generally that's not the first thing you're going to address. You're going to address those lowest that lowest-hanging fruit first because when you look at the cost of windows, generally you're going to be spending between $500 and $1,000 a window especially if it's an older home. Mm. And that's, from an energy standpoint, that's going to be a much further uh, return on investment than, say, air sealing. But the ads on TV work. tell me to replace my windows, and that'll solve all my problems. That's that's uh, part of the problem is what you're saying. Correct. Or that's just not always the case. I mean, you certainly mm-hmm. want to go into it with your eyes open mm. uh, because windows are such a big investment. So ultimately, you need an energy audit to tell you, all the opportunities and all the problems. You know, and for, and, and for me, having the utility come out, Jackson EMC, and bring out their energy audit company and do that and 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 then give me a list of contractors that, that Jackson EMC has vetted. I mean, to me, that gives me a lot of security as a homeowner, and I, I feel good about that methodology. Is that pretty much available to anyone? I mean, can they call their 
utility? Can they call Georgia Power, John? And I, that, that, I, that, that. I can answer that. I mean, Georgia Power does offer what they call uh, they call free audit. It's what we would call clipboard audit. So it's more so know, no like, blower door test like no, he got. No, no so science. Jackson's is more no generous. science behind okay. it. And okay. you know, it's a guy walking around saying your weather stripping's poor here and you need more insulation there. Uh, personally, you know, I think a full comprehensive audit is a very much a worthwhile investment. Um, in that I liken it to getting a checkup before you have surgery. I mean, a lot of times homeowners will immediately put, start putting a lot of money into different things that they think will help fix the problem. And they don't necessarily, it's easy to spend a lot of money on an old house, right? So the idea of the audit is, is give you a good roadmap for it. So you know where your money's best spent to get the maximum impact for your dollar. So you're spending hundreds of dollars before you spend thousands of dollars. Yeah, and Georgia Power rebates you 150 bucks. So our audits range between 350 and 450. So you're going to net out, you know, it to to so the, I can get, 2 to I 300. Can get 150 bucks back even if I had a big house. And I don't have a big house, but if I had a 400 top of the line That's 450 correct. audit I'm going to get $150 back if I'm in a Georgia Power territory. That's right. That is great news. It's the, the, the idea is to give you a good objective analysis so you are an educated consumer and you know where your money's best spent. And at the end of the day, that report, and whether it's from your company or another company, the report comes back and says, well, and this, you know, you do have, you need to seal your basement. You need to deal with this stuff in your attic. That's right. You need to do windows, whatever it That's is. That's right. And yeah. we work with a lot of DIYers, a lot of guys who want to do their own work, not necessarily just guys, but people who want to do the work, and that's fine, too. Um, even if you just use it for information, uh, it's good to have the right information from a pro. You know, the other thing that I decided to do uh, during the energy audit is to move this house to a time-of-use rate with Jackson EMC. Mm. And for those that have never heard of this, you have to actually have the utility come out and change the meter out. Georgia Power will do this for you as well. But what this means is that from June the 1st, to September the that doesn't cost you anything. Though. Doesn't cost me yeah, anything. Okay, right. This is just a decision we're making to change our rate, uh, and but there is some risk because from June the first to September the fifteenth, my electricity during the hours of three p.m. to eight 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 p.m. So those mm-hmm. five hours, three p.m. to eight p.m. Monday through Friday. That electricity goes up to about triple what it would normally cost. Right, and in Georgia Power, it's two to seven. So those times a little yeah, different so by sli- areas. Sli- slightly yeah. different with Georgia Power. Mm-hmm. But we decided to do this and to make make a decision as a family to curb our electricity usage from three to eight during the summer. And the trade off on that is that on all the other times, including from September sixteenth to May thirty first, we get a super low electricity rate for the rest of our power so we're going to be we've done this before in other houses never with jackson emc but we're going to be you know consciously throttling back our energy particularly our air condition so that we can save money john i know you've done this before and it it is a big decision Uh, and so i just encourage you to consider this if Mm -hmm. you are in a position to be able to throttle your power back during the summer save some money well look we've had a great time with shane thank you for being here shane thanks for having Uh, me we've we've learned a lot from you good luck in all of your efforts well we Uh, appreciate your commitment to uh to energy consumption reduction and and everything you've done in the public service commission well including helping us personally when the the rebate program went away tim stepped up and helped us out uh try to bring the program back Well, great. Well, thank you so much, and thank you, uh, everyone, for listening to Energy Matters. I'm Tim Eccles, and please join us again each week for great information about energy.
Gas South believes in the difference we can all make, like the difference in putting people first and showing that you care. For us, our difference is saving people money with our best rates and no deposit, and the difference we make in our community by taking care of our friends and neighbors and giving back 5% of our profits to help children in need. Learn more about what makes us different at GasSouth.com. Gas South. The difference is good. Everyone has tough times in their life. By checking the project share box at the bottom of your utility bill, you can make life a little easier for your neighbors. Your $1, 2 or $5 checkoff is matched by the utility and then used by the Salvation Army to help folks having a tough time paying their energy bills. It's that easy. Join PSC Commissioner Tim Eccles and many others by donating via your power bills this year. See more by clicking projectshareinfo.com. And thank you.